Trenton and John Coffee. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in for Bearcat Rewind. Today we're joined by a former student athlete that after the career she had here in Maryville, placed herself on the Mount Rushmore of Northwest Missouri State Volleyball. Maddie Bruder earned first-team All-America honors as she wrapped up her senior season in the fall of 2018. That is the first AVCA All-American in Northwest history. Bruder finished first in program history in kills per set with 3.82, fourth in total kills for her career with more than 1,600, and fourth in career points with more than 1,800. She was also a leader on a pair of 20-win teams in 2016 and 2018, something the Bearcats hadn't reached since 1999. Now they have three 20-win seasons in their last four years, including a 21-9 record just last fall. Bearcat Rewind is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is available on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash alumni. And Mosaic Medical Center Maryville, Mosaic provides orthopedics and sports medicine services. For more information, mymosaiclifecare.org slash sports. We talk with Maddie about her career at Northwest Missouri State, receiving that All-America honor, and much, much more. Maddie Bruder is our guest on this edition of Bearcat Rewind. Joining us now on Bearcat Rewind, pleased to have Maddie Bruder, one of the most decorated Northwest Missouri State volleyball players of all time. Maddie, have you been doing and, and kind of, I guess, dealing with this COVID crisis that's kind of uh, taken over America right now? Um, so far, I've been doing pretty good. Um, I've been able to work from home with my mom, so we've just been kind of hunkering down at our home in Iowa, and we've just been trying to stay safe, stay away from all the people, um, and still able to work from home, so it's been good. Is it hard to believe that it's been about a year since you left Northwest Missouri State? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I, I still just think about what I was doing, um, you know, this time a year ago or even during season. I was thinking about what my life was and what it is now, and it's just it's crazy to sit back and think of um, just the moments and the memories and all that stuff. Um, was just a year ago. So now the Bearcats coming off a twenty-one and nine fall uh, just a few months ago. Were you able to to make it up for a few matches and, and keep up with the team? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I was actually able to go back down quite a few for quite a few games, um, and I still was able to pop my head into Coach Worth and Elena's <clears throat> office quite a few times actually during the season and able to talk to them about you know just how they were doing and. Um, I was able to watch quite a few of the games, and it was it was just so awesome to see them so successful and have so much fun while they were doing it. And it just it made it put a big smile on my face because it just made me so happy for them. And, and things have really been going well for Northwest Missouri State volleyball. If you if you look at uh, you know just the past handful of years. Uh, 20-plus win teams in 2016 and 2018. You're both a, you're a member of both of those squads. And then, you know, 21 more wins this year. That's only happened three times in the last 20 years, and you weren't playing this year, but part of that foundation that was able to, to reach that mark once again. Is that a point of pride for you to be able to see where where yourself and Coach Worth and this team was at? Now they're ready to take one more step forward. Oh, for sure. I mean, just you talking about it, it just gives me – gives me goosebumps. I mean, it's just one of those things um, that, you know, even though you leave, you haven't ever really left just because um, you still see all the social media posts and you still 
you still feel a part of that environment even after you've left. Um, you know, Northwest just does such a good job in general with the alumni, but even better with, um, you know, the athletic alumni. We just, you always feel connected and you never really feel like you've left. Um, and so it just is such a great feeling to know. Like, like I said, it just puts such a big smile on my face thinking about their last season and how, how they didn't just um, basically just stop. You know, they, they kept everything going that we've been work that we worked so hard for. Um, and it just, it makes me so happy. Well, let's go back about five or six years ago, whenever you're wrapping up your high school career and getting mm-hmm. set to go out and, and find that next step for you and, and where it might be and coming out of Firth, Nebraska, and you come to Northwest Missouri state, you visit, you decide to become a Bearcat. What was that like whenever, you know, coach worth, I think wrapping up her third year, going into her fourth year at Northwest and kind of, laying that foundation what was that visit like for you and and what sold you on northwest so the main thing you know i i went on a lot of college visits i didn't really know where i wanted to go home nothing really felt right um i was going through some some medical injuries um during my junior senior year of high school so i wasn't really sure if i was going to find a home and I just remember this is exactly what sold me at Northwest was I went on the visit and I went and took her to her own campus. And yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Um, but what really sold me was Coach Worth just sat me down in her office and she, she was able to explain the vision that she had for Northwest Volleyball to me. She wanted to make it better. She wanted to turn it into a winning program and she basically told me that she saw me being a part of it and that was something that it it made me feel like I was wanted somewhere and I think that's what every athlete wants to hear is just that they're wanted and that a coach sees them making a change alongside with them and so that's what really sold me is that I could make a change somewhere I wasn't just going to a school um you know, to just play volleyball and get an education, but I was going to make a difference somewhere. And that was really important to me. I wanted to make a difference. I I wanted to impact people and I wanted other people to impact me. And so that's what really sold me on Northwest. And I mean, like you said, now from that moment, fast forward five years to be able to have actually lived it. I think that's what's even more surreal. And to see me there a senior in high school to sit there and see her vision and then actually live it, it, it was just, it was awesome. And I wouldn't have wanted any other college experience than what I had with volleyball. Um, so, yeah. And, and asking Coach Worth and getting a little bit of background, too, she kind of mentioned that story and said, I should probably ask about it, too, that it was a great visit. And she, I think that she felt that chemistry right away when you sat down in there that uh, you were someone that wanted to come in here and impact the program and help turn Northwest around. And, of course, she had that drive and, and uh, kind of that mapped mm-hmm. out to how it needed to happen. But the quote she gave me from you that day was that you said, watch out football. Which, if anybody yep. knows how good Northwest football has been, <laughs> it's not taking a shot of the Bearcats, but more or less just saying volleyball is going to reach the map here in Maryville as well, and, and obviously we're right. able to do that. So um, mm-hmm. it, it's just cool to see how that has developed, and we've reached that point. And um, you know, we we're talking before we started about yourself and Coach Worth, and 
the intensity and the competitiveness and, and what that uh, that's actually like. Uh, did you guys feed off of each other within matches and practice and, and as your career went along? Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, we, you know, games it was a little harder just because in games you're a little bit more disconnected and she more relied on me to be the coach on the court in games. And then obviously in timeouts, I would be able to pick her brain a little bit, but oh, 110% in practice. We would just, I mean, her intensity, I'd be able to feel it. And it would almost get me really, um, I want to say just really jacked up because I knew that she was feeling it. And so then I would kind of start feeling it. Um, so we definitely played off each other, but we were also definitely pretty good about if I was being pretty intense, she would take it back a couple notches. Or if I could feel that she was being really intense, I would take my intensity back a couple notches. Um, and that obviously didn't happen right away. Um, by senior year, it got really, it got a lot better, but it was definitely a balancing act between the two of us because she is an incredibly intense and passionate coach. And I'm a, I was an intense and passionate player too. So it was a balancing act between the two of us for sure. And we had to, it took a lot of hours in her office, outside of practice, outside of volleyball, many, many hours just sitting down talking to her, her picking my brain and me picking her brain to be able to get to that point that we were able to get to. All MIAA all four years, at what point did you feel like that leadership aspect stepped up to where you could be a little bit more vocal with some of these things? Um, You know, I honest I mean honestly I felt like I had a little bit like I felt like my voice was heard really you know end of my freshman year I felt it but I felt it my sophomore year that that my voice mattered and I know that she um and other players even wanted to hear what I had to say um and that just I mean I I'm just a super passionate player was a passionate player and so and I just, if I had my mind set on something, I wanted to make sure that it was heard. And so it was just one of those things that I, I really felt like I was able to be heard my sophomore year. But then by the end of my sophomore year, probably middle end of sophomore year, um, all the way through, I really felt like that I was a leader on the team and, and people cared about what I had to say. Um, and I felt like I had that connection with everyone where I knew they respected me and I respected them. So it just worked. While you're here at Northwest Missouri State, how challenging is it when uh, you can go through most of a year and be a top 25 team, but you're still facing an uphill battle with the best teams in the region, uh, right here, or best teams in the country, I should say, within this region with the MIAA and the NSIC? Is that something that you got geared up for every single match, or at some point was it kind of like, you know, kind of throw your hands in the air of like, this is just kind of the world around us right now. We have to fight through it. Oh, it was, I mean, it was, he would get geared up for every game in, in the MIAA. Every conference game that we played, it was, you know, we treated, we literally treated that game like it was, you know, national, it was a national championship game. Like it was just one of those things because we knew the teams that we were playing, those top five, six teams in our MIAA conference, we knew that those teams that we would be playing the same caliber that it could be in a national championship game. So, yeah, it was never, it, we never really felt that, well, here we go again. Like, that's never what it was. It was always, okay, let's go bring it on. It was kind of one of those things for us. And so, um, you know, when, you, when you're in such a tough conference, you have to have that mindset. 
because if you if you let it affect you that much, um, you're never really going to grow past that. You're always just kind of going to be stuck. So that was definitely a mindset that I would try and instill in everyone else and coaches try to instill in me. During your senior year, you, you sweep UCM at home. You sweep Washburn in Topeka, um, you know, Missouri Western. Still middle of the pack, not playing as well, but you're able to beat them both at home and in St. Joseph. Is there any particular match that stands out from your senior season or maybe one that you felt like might have turned some heads around the conference? I mean, I think a lot of people that, you know, my senior year that can attest to this game, but it was just the Washburn game. Just being able to sweep Washburn on their home court when they were at the top of their game undefeated, um, that was probably one of my favorite moments. And it's it was just one of those things that we knew we could do it. We just had to go out there and do it. And so I think that that was we knew we could do it all along, but I think to finally actually be able to see the result and the outcome just fueled our fire even more to, you know, want to go up against Carney um, in UCM and just have the, the confidence to go in there and know that we could do it because we just did it against Washburn. So that was one of my favorite, most fun games, I think. Um, it's up there, top five for sure. And that's huge to be able to go on the road and do that. But how did the crowds at home change and fuel this team the more that you're the longer you're at Northwest throughout your career to where the point to where your senior season, uh, there were some some big crowds there at, at Bearcat Arena, and, and you guys, I mean, it's a big ticket item here in Maryville. Yeah, I mean, it definitely grew, and it was so cool to see just from my freshman year to my senior year how how many people just continued to to fill the stands and. You know, by my senior season, I I think that a big credit to that goes to the shout-out to the women's basketball team. Um, they were awesome. You know, they were constantly pulling people into the games, telling people, hey, you better be there. It wasn't just us telling people. It was, you know, other sports teams coming and supporting us. So a big shout-out to them because they they really helped um, the environment just feel intense and it – it was so awesome, and, you know, like I said, they pulled people in there too, so it it was just so cool. And your senior season, of course, um, becoming the first AVCA All-American in Northwest Missouri State Volleyball history. What's that feeling like whenever you receive that news? <laughs> um, I was actually kind of just thinking about that. Uh, just kind of one of my favorite memories with me and Coach Worth, um, you know, it was just one of those things she was like, hey, stop in my office. And um, that was either good news or bad news. You never knew what it was going to be. <laughs> so I walked up to her office, and she just had a the sheet of paper um, that had my name on it and the All-American status on it. And she just had me go over and look at it. And I was like, oh, boy, what am I about to go look at? And I remember I looked at it, and it didn't really – I didn't really register it. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I kind of just thought that in my head. And then I reread it a couple more times, and I just remember <laughs> looking at Coach Worth, and I just started crying. Um, I, it just immediately just tears, and she gave me the biggest hug. And probably one of my favorite pictures of me and her um, was after that moment. And, you know, just just it was <laughs> so good to see that, you know, hard work, it just it pays off. And when you stick your mind to something – and not it wasn't necessarily 
that, but it was just that moment defined that, you know, the difference was made and that Bearcat Volleyball was going to be known for something and it, it was going places. It, it wasn't where I was my freshman year. And so seeing that, again, being able to just live that vision of Coach, Coach Worth, it was, I saw it there. And it was, you know, it was the team. And it, it wasn't because of that All-American. It was just because, you know, we were there and we made it. And it was going to do nothing but grow. That, the program at Northwest for volleyball is just going to continue to do nothing but grow. And that was that marking point for me. It's always a team focus of coming out, winning, and, and, and focusing on what you're doing as a unit. But, I mean, I feel like every freshman has to walk in and just have that little thing in the back of their mind, just a dream, regardless of what sport or who you are thinking, I'm going to be an All-American here and put my stamp on mm-hmm. on this particular program. That has to feel pretty good to be able to look back and not com- comparable, I guess, to the memories you make and the friendships and those relationships, but uh, still mm-hmm. really special honor to be among the best of the best in the country at your particular craft. Yeah, it's definitely a memory that, you know, it's going to stick with me forever. So, Well, speaking of that particular volleyball team and, and what you guys did and progressed uh, each year, how tight of a group is that? Because I know you mentioned uh, the other sports teams coming out and, and uh, putting together some good crowds to um, support your volleyball team, but it seemed like every time you'd look up that uh, that your volleyball team was going out supporting those other teams and always in a pack and always together. Was that a really tight group, especially by the time your senior year rolled around to where uh, that camaraderie was kind of evident on the court and off the court? Oh, yeah. I mean, we were best friends. You know, it was just – <laughs> those girls they they were literally my best friends and and they still are today I mean there's still people that I go and I hang out with and I you know will catch up with I am constantly in touch with them whether that's you know through social media or just through text messaging um but they're literally my best friends and it was just one of those things that we didn't hang out outside of volleyball because we were ever forced to it was never a forced environment we literally hung out Every day on the weekend, on the weekday, after classes, we were hanging out because we wanted to. And, you know, I just remember my senior year, it was, you know, it'd be a weekday and it was, hey, come over. Like, we constantly wanted them to still come over, the team, even though, you know, after your second semester, you're not really in the spring season anymore. We were constantly just still thriving to hang out with them and do things with them and even in season I mean I just like I said just my best friends and I created so many amazing relationships and friendships through Bearcat Volleyball and you know it's it's friendships I'll have for the rest of my life and I cherish that so much just for being able for Bearcat Volleyball to give me that um it's just it's they all hold a very special place in my heart. And so very, very close. <laughs> all right, Maddie, going to wind down here, but I guess a few more quick hitters for you. All right. Perfect. I need some good ammo uh, to take to coach worth as far as if you have a good embarrassing story about, uh, about her or, or something that's kind of in your back pocket you've been hanging on to. I was, I've been trying to think. She was never really, you know, don't I can't think of anything embarrassing. Like I just know. I mean, I remember Elaine of always just being the goofy, just crazy one. Always Elena. She's, you know, she was always 
doing something, but well, how did how did uh, how they respond whenever yourself and uh, Sophia, Sophia Schleppenbach dressed up as Coach Worth and Elena for uh, Halloween? <laughs> oh, they loved it. Um, <laughs> it was so funny because you know Sophia and I just looked at each other and we were like, "Hey, for Halloween, let's let's dress up like coaches. Like, I think we can do it." You know, Sophia had the the shorter brown hair and I had the shorter blonde hair. I was like, I think we can do this. And so, you know, we went all out. Um, and it got to the point where even players on our team would like look at us from behind and be like, holy cow, this is creepy. You guys actually look like coaches. You're freaking me out. And so I remember when we walked out of the locker room, Elena wasn't there. So I ended up, I texted her a picture and she died. She loved it. But I remember we walked out of the locker room, and Amy goes, well, who are you two supposed to be? And I said, oh, come on, look at it. And she goes, what, me and Elena? I said, yep. And she just, she laughed. She just started dying laughing. <laughs> it was funny. She's like, both of them were like, you don't realize that you're that consistent until someone else dresses up as you. Then you know that you're a very consistent person. <laughs> then you spend so much time with them. You get the mannerisms down, too. It's oh yeah, genius. Oh, for sure. <laughs> All right, what sport are you playing if not volleyball? You know, probably, you know, I'd have to say probably basketball, but the whole running thing isn't, isn't my, my gig. Um, <laughs> but more so that I could be aggressive just because I am pretty um, – I just have a lot of intensity, and I think that that would be a good good sport to kind of be able to exert that out on. You can use um, your elbows if, in basketball like that with other teammate, other teams around you instead of your own teammates. So That's true. That would be if I had to pick a sport at Northwest. If I could just pick any sport, it would probably be hockey just because oh. that's another one that you could really just let loose on and you know check people up against the boards and do fun stuff like that. There are probably some leagues in Iowa we could probably find. You can hop in. Maybe. <laughs> you let us know if you dive into that, too. Will uh, do. All right, last one. How are you passing the time during the quarantine and the, the shelter-in-place orders right now throughout the country? Well, right now I'm just working. I'm doing a, spending a lot of time with my computer and doing some some work right now. But other than that, just trying to get on lots of walks, take my dog for as many walks as I can so she doesn't bother me during the day. Um, you know, maybe try and do some crafts here and there. They're not going to turn out good, but I'll, I, I try them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you actually going through and, like, finding some other things because right. I get ideas in my head of what I should do, and then I go watch Netflix instead. So Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I tend to do that when the weather's not as nice, but... If the weather's halfway decent, I'm, I'm outside for sure. <laughs> well, good deal. Well, Maddie, we really appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations on all your accomplishments at Northwest Missouri State and now obviously out uh, in your professional career as well. And, and thanks again for taking the time to be on our podcast. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks again to Maddie for joining us on Bearcat Rewind. She graduated as the best player in the MIAA and is still a big reason why the Bearcats are on the rise. 
Thank you for listening to Bearcat Rewind. We've churned out a lot of episodes lately. Guests include head football coach Rich Wright, assistant football coach Brandon Clayton, head women's basketball coach Austin Meyer, and next week we'll talk with the all-time home run queen for Bearcat softball, Caitlin Weiss, so be sure to check those out. Please subscribe, rate, review, and tell your friends about the podcast. I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next time.